Good afternoon. I'm Leslie Tolbert, Regents Professor in Neuroscience at the University of Arizona, and this is Arizona Science. With me today is Yerji Rosenblatt, University Distinguished Professor in Electrical and Computer Engineering with a joint appointment in surgery. Yerji has a long record of engineering complex computer-based systems, and now you're developing computer-based situational awareness for surgeons. This should be fascinating. Thank you for joining us. Good afternoon, Leslie. It's great to be with you. Thanks for having me on. You have a big new National Science Foundation grant to do something to help surgeons train for laparoscopic surgery. Now I can imagine you model the 3D space they'll be working in. Tell us, tell us exactly what you're going to be doing. Correct. The key objective is to provide both computer guidance, force guidance, and visual guidance to allow students, residents, fellows, uh, get a better orientation in the surgical space when performing uh, minimally invasive laparoscopic procedures. And what do you mean by force guidance? What forces are you going to be applying right, right. To, as these surgeons learn their work? The, the key problem is the perception of the operating field. Obviously, there's no open incision. Surgeons operate with long instruments and observe the operating field on a computer monitor, in essence. So the major problem is, is the lack of depth perception. And the key here is to provide robotic assistance in nudging the trainee towards the right pathway, the right trajectory along which the instrument should be gliding while they are actually exercising particular surgical moves. And how do you determine where the instrument should go? Are you building a three-dimensional model of what's underneath that laparoscopic yeah, indeed. It's, cut? Uh, as a mathematician, I think you can relate, well, an early mathematician, I think, you can relate to the complexity of generating those pathways or trajectory, as we call them. Uh, the problem is we have a three-dimensional space with obstacles, and we need to generate collision-free trajectories and, and routes for the instruments. So we have developed uh, relatively sophisticated mathematical models to do that, and we hope to advance them so we could do this quickly and efficiently. Will you change what the surgeon in training sees as well, the visual aspect of this? The second aspect, the visual aspect, was very much motivated by my renting a car with a backup camera. Mm -hmm. And as you know, as you put the car in reverse, you see grid lines. And I was fascinated because not only could I see how far I am and from the obstacle in the back as I'm backing into space, uh, but I also see the grid lines that tell me how wide the car is. Therefore, if I'm really backing into uh, a, a rather narrow space, I, I really immediately get a much better orientation in terms of how much space I have on both sides. So I said, well, this is quite nice. You know, Why not try to overlay the camera image acquired through the endoscope with these types of grid lines that actually represent the optimal trajectory for the, for the instrument movements and see if essentially this sort of set of visual cues helps in training and ultimately, I hope, helps in actually being better in the operating room. So we have developed a very, very simplistic prototype at that point, but our partners at UNC and ourselves will work very diligently to actually make sure that we can really come up with some sophisticated representation methods to be able to provide those visual cues. You're gonna have the ability to know just how well or poorly a given trainee is doing today or uh, Absolutely. throughout 
Absolutely. His or her in, in in some of the foundational papers that we had written, uh, we developed initially a set of metrics that not only tell you how accurate you are, how fast you are performing a particular task, but also whether you're economic or, or whether your movement is of certain economy, is it smooth, is it jittery? Uh, and another layer on top of that would be a, a sense of feedback in terms of how well you're progressing t right. in, in the training process. And in fact, you're going to be sharing soon in Poland. You have just won a Fulbright scholarship to go back to Poland. Tell us what you'll do there. Well, it's very exciting. Thank you, Leslie. Indeed, it's sort of going by, you know, full circle. I'll have the opportunity to explore sort of derivatives of the work that we are doing here, perhaps complementary work. And I also have very strong connections in the medical community, so I hope to shadow for physicians in the operating room to get a better understanding of the clinical aspects. Sounds very exciting. <laughs> yes, Thanks indeed. very thank, much. Thank you. Uh, this has been a pleasure. Yeah, likewise. Thank you very much for having me. Listen to this and all Arizona Science Conversations at azpm.org slash Arizona Science. I'm Leslie Tolbert. <laughs>